the Hot Copy Podcast with your hosts, Kate Toon and Belinda Weaver. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be sharing the secrets of successful copywriters, including copywriting tips, shortcuts, writing resources, interviews and laughs, all focused on helping you become a better copywriter. I'm Kate Toon and this is my co-host, Belinda Weaver. Hi there. Today, we'll be filling you in on how to write video scripts. We'll be giving you some top tips on the different formats, talking about the right length, going through what you need to include, and more importantly, what you need to avoid. Over the last few years, I've seen an increasing amount of requests for video scripts coming in. Did you do many video scripts in your day, Belinda? I've actually only ever written one and the client loved it and it did really well for them. It was they actually got a, a free video through a Groupon deal, which was kind of a weird way to get one and they got me to script it up. So it was a real a real promotional video about their products, but it was really quite short and that's the only one I've ever written, but I know they're hugely popular. Yeah, I think they're, they're more popular now than ever and I think that's down to a couple of factors. Um, I mean, people may not realise it, but YouTube is considered the second biggest search engine after Google and obviously people want to create content to capitalise on that space. So people do search just within YouTube um, but also with the blended results that Google shows now, often videos pop up in the main results. I'm sure you've seen that, Belinda, like images yeah. and videos. So, you know, you can outrank a really great piece of kind of editorial content with a really great video. So more and more businesses are understanding the need uh, to take advantage of that space. But even more so than just sort of pleasing the Google gods, I think businesses are beginning to understand that, you know, websites are all about engaging potential customers. And the video can be a really powerful way of doing this. Um, you know, people don't like to read. It's a terrible thing to say as a copywriter. But, you know, people that aren't keen on reading great big lumps of copy and sometimes presenting it in a video can be a better way to go. So I've got some stats. Would you like to hear some stats, Belinda? Oh, oh I always love to hear stats, Kate. I love stats. I just think it's good to give it some context. Um, there is that Vic Reeves quote, I think, that says 82% of stats are made up on the spot. But these aren't made up. They're real. I got them off the internet. They must be true. Um, but the, the ones that I read were from Comscore, which is a very reputable um, kind of statistical uh, website. And they said that 45% of internet users watch at least one video a month. Um, and the average user is exposed to 32.2 videos a month, which kind of equates to about 100 million videos being watched each day. Now, of course, a lot of those aren't business related. A lot are cats falling off things or, you know, funny, silly videos about nothing in particular. Um, I love those. But a lot of them are business uh, related. And the truth is that, again, Comscore said that 90% of people said, watching a video did help them make shopping and buying decisions. And according to Forbes, 50% of executives, so business types, watch videos at least once a week and 65% will visit the marketer's website after viewing a video. I could go on with my stats, but I think I'll stop there. Yeah, I think that's a, 
I mean, that's a point really well made. That is some really impressive numbers. And I was just, you know, I was thinking about my own video watching habits, which does include lol cats and things like that. But, you know, I would say, oh, I don't I don't like watching videos, um, business videos. I'd prefer to read. But I do watch a heck of a lot of instructional videos. So exactly. that actually leads to the question for me and the listeners, what type of video scripts would you write for what types of videos? Well, I think they kind of fall broadly into about four different categories. So um, explainer videos, um, which are usually, you know, to explain a product or services. And those could be quite salesy or they can be quite kind of pragmatic. But obviously the goal of those is to explain something quickly via video that might take a lot longer through traditional copywriting. And um, branding videos are often a bit more abstract, so they're about sort of selling a brand message and giving an overall impression of the business. Then there are the two camera videos, which are kind of like a talking head, talking at the screen. And, you know, again, they're, they're very popular, especially with kind of small business websites, I find, um, and people offering courses and coaching and that kind of things, things where people want to see the person that they're going to be dealing with. And then, of course, training videos, which you just mentioned. Um, and those are, you know, where I started out creating my videos. So creating uh, screen captures of the speaker doing a particular task on screen and and, you know, you're watching them do the thing and they're giving a voiceover explanation as they do it. So, yeah, those are the four kind of main types that I can think of. I've actually done um, some training videos and some to camera videos for my own course. And I started off just like you with the screen capture stuff um, because I know I've mentioned this in a previous podcast. I feel a bit safer behind the screen. I feel confident explaining something, but I just didn't like to put my mug on on the camera. But then I got feedback from people generally saying that um, they liked and trusted me when they heard me speak and my enthusiasm came through. So that is why I started doing face to camera. I still feel really awkward about them, but it's important for people to realize that um, if you're trying to sell something, you've got to be able to let people connect with you and doing that to camera can be really useful. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, for my SEO course like yours, I, you know, the course itself is packed full of training videos that are generally, you know, screen captures and presentations and that kind of thing. But there are a few motivational ones ugh, with my face on them talking to camera. Um, and yeah, they're super challenging. And I also recently added a video to the homepage of my site. Um, and, you know, the, the worry is, of course, with these to camera videos, that they're going to be quite, uh, what's the word? Uh, Awkward. Um, no, not awkward, but they're, they're either going to put people off you or make people like you. Oh, right, yeah. And, there's, and, and without them, you can kind of hide behind your words. You know, maybe you're really witty in the way that you write, but as soon as you put your face out there and it's you talking, much like these podcasts, for example, I'm sure we're shattering people's uh, expectations of what we're really like. But, um, you know, it, they can either, you know, they're going to make people love or hate your product. So um, hopefully love. But, yes, those two camera ones are important. Um, but... Uh, Interestingly, and um, we'll come on to explain, you know, how to how to write videos shortly. But just before we do, when you're um, creating those videos, did you um, write a script for them? Because you know we're going to give tips on writing video scripts. But the funny thing is, is that I actually never scripted any of my videos. Did you script yours? Oh yeah, I'm I'm at the other end. I'm a complete scripter, and you know.
know, I might add bits in. I often do a little bit of ad-libbing, but um, I, I generally write the script and I'm talking about the screen capture probably more than anything. I write the script as I would say it, um, but the script kind of just gives me a chance to polish my words. I'm a bit of a, people will probably already be able to tell this, I'm a bit of a stumbler and a stutterer when I'm, when I'm winging it. So I feel like the script helps me be, or at least sound a bit more confident. Now, when I'm doing the face-to-camera bits, I still write a script. I just practice and practice and practice. So I basically memorise the script. Wow. Gosh, you're so much more professional than me. <laughs> I don't know if it's more professional, but I just know that I've, I've seen myself winging it and listened to myself and I find myself looking off camera going, um, and I just yeah. went, you know, I, I feel more confident if I've got a script ready. I think in words on the page. And so it's, I just know that's a better way for me to get my ideas down and feel confident. Yeah, interesting, because I did try and write scripts for a few of my to-camera ones, and I actually used an auto-cue software, so that the, you know, like a real TV presenter would use, so they kind of scroll down the page. But I still found that my eyes, like, I've got quite sort of big goggly eyes anyway, so they started darting around the screen, and I looked insane. I found <laughs> them quite difficult to use as well, where I found yeah, I was concentrating nutter I think so. yeah I was concentrating so hard on reading the auto cue that I looked like well I didn't look yeah. like I was a naturally engaged speaker <laughs> yeah exactly so with my to camera ones I prefer to wing it I write a few bullet points but then I just kind of go for it um, and with my screen capture ones I kind of did have a have notes because I give the notes of the of the um, videos to the people on the course but again I just kind of went for it now I did find in the editing there was a lot of editing out of ums and buts and you know where I kind of lost my thread Um, but for me I guess everyone's different and I find that if I'm too scripted I kind of sound a bit robotic and I'm reading from a script which is not cool but um and I just to give people a handy hint, if you're thinking about creating some videos for your copywriting site or for your clients, I use um, ScreenFlow to create my training videos, um, the ones that are capturing the screen, and I use just my photo booth app on the Mac along with iMovie to do the to camera ones. Do you use any special software, Belinda? Um, I use Camtasia for my screen capture and all the editing. Um, and for anyone who actually wants more info about Camtasia and ScreenFlow, we um, I recommend you check out Podcast 7 because we talked about all our favourite copywriting apps and tools. But I find... Um, Camtasia does everything I need for editing. When I'm doing the face-to-camera one, I just strap my iPhone to the top of the um, stepladder I have and then just kind of export them out to Camtasia. So it's it's really simple. That's a really good idea. I've, um, I haven't considered using my iPhone, which means all my to-camera videos are kind of tied to my desk. Um, so I could maybe do some ones of me leaping around the garden on my iPhone. But anyway, enough of that. Uh, we should get on to talking about how to write scripts for clients, I guess. Yes, absolutely. Cool. So I guess with my uh, experience with writing videos, um, they can be quite tough to write because you've got such a small amount of time to say what you need to say. So most of the videos I write are between 90 and 120 seconds, so a minute and a half to two minutes. I, th- I think that's right. <laughs> I think um, one of the main things I've found with writing video scripts, and one of the reasons why I love writing video scripts, is you have to be pretty good at writing dialogue. 
So any writer writers out there who've written plays or books or anything like that might have a bit of advantage where it comes to video scripts. I've written a number of uh, plays and short film scripts and I, and I think it really helps me with the with the process. Why do you think that is? I think it's just because you really have to talk like you're talking to someone. And I know that we do that in copy, um, but I think with copy we get away with slightly more prosy style writing because ultimately yes people are reading it but they're not reading they're not likely to be reading it out loud you know people don't come to your website and read the words out out loud but with a video whatever you write is generally going to be spoken and there's just something about having your words spoken that means you have to be even more short and snappy and conversational and and and, and real so kate what would you say are your top video script writing tips Okay. Well, I've actually written a script for this, so I've got them all prepared here ready for you. I guess my first one would be to keep it short. Uh, the length of your script will obviously depend on your audience, but shorter is for sure sweeter when it comes to videos. I think the longest script I've ever written was four minutes. Um, remember, most television commercials are only about 15 to 30 seconds, and, and in a way, the videos, especially if it's a sales video um, on a homepage, you know, they're like television commercials in a way. Obviously, if you're recording a training video or a longer to camera video, you can go a bit longer. But for those branding and explainer videos, I think shorter is sweeter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't actually imagine watching a four-minute explainer video unless it was one of those how-to tutorials kind of things, which which is the trainer video. So, yeah, I think short and sweet is definitely good advice. Yeah, I've done a few longer ones for kind of like onboarding patients into hospitals and things like that. But as you said, you know, they're, they've got a definite sort of how-to uh, approach them. So, you kind of need the information. They're not just trying to sell you something. So, I think mm. that's why you can go a bit longer. My number two tip is to talk to your audience. Uh, we say this again and again in all, all our podcasts, that it's all about communicating with your audience and understanding their pain points, you know. Uh, but I, what I mean by this is, you know, talk to them like they're real people. So talk about you, you want this, you want that, rather than talking about customers and clients and things like that. You know, really try and tap into your audience's beliefs, desires and fears, just like you would with any other type of copywriting. Um, and as I said earlier, my tip number three is to use a conversational tone. I think for sure that videos uh, need a tone that's much more chatty, perhaps even more so than your web content. And again, that's just because that dialogue is going to be read out loud and therefore you kind of need to get rid of all those extraneous words that maybe you could use in your web copy. Mm, and I mean, as you said, I think both those tips would be easily applied to regular copying, copywriting. You have to connect with your audience, you have to understand them, and you have to speak to them. Okay, so tip number four is to put your core message at the start. So try to encapsulate the entire thing you're trying to say in one or two sentences and use that sentence somewhere in the first 30 seconds of your script. You know, sometimes that's known as your elevator pitch. That's just a bit of a copywriting term, but yeah. Try and get across what you're going to say as quickly as possible because the likelihood is that people might not watch to the end. I think that's, you know, you kind of have to assume that people aren't going to watch to the end, you know, assume that people are just waiting for a reason to click away. I know those little ads you get on YouTube videos, they're 30 seconds long and you can't fast forward through them, but that's pretty rare. All the other videos, you get to click away, end it. 
Exactly, exactly. So I think, and I think that raises another important point, which is my point five, which is, you know, you have to have a really clear objective for the video. Be 100% clear on what you want that video to achieve, what you want the user to take from the video, and what you want them to do next. And don't wait till the very final frame to give them that message. You know, that might be, that message might be running along the bottom of your video the whole way through. So that if someone doesn't get to the end, they can still fulfill the objective that you wanted them to fulfill. So tip number five, set a clear objective. Tip number six is tell a story. So I think most good videos follow basic storytelling rules. So they generally present a problem or a customer pain point or a customer belief or fear. Then they provide a solution and they explain how they offer that solution. And then they drive the viewer to take action. So, you know, make sure you cover off those four points in your video. Problem, solution, how it works and action. And that's, you know, for anyone beginning to write copywriting, to do copywriting for video scripts, that's a really great structure to follow. Like, you know, a lot of people start projects like this and go, I don't even know where to begin this. And that's when waffle and ramble comes into videos. But that's a really great structure. Yeah. I mean, even if you just wrote a sentence for each of those, if you're doing a 30 second script or even a 60 second script, by the time you've added the beginning and the end on, that might be all you're able to say. So that's a good way to start. Sentence for each of those and, and you'll have the broad bones or the bare bones, sorry, of your video script. So my tip number seven is use humour. Um, if at all possible, try to use humour in your videos, even if it's just gentle. Um, I know humour is difficult and, and maybe we'll have a podcast about that in the future because it is something I think a lot of writers find challenging, um, you know, trying to be funny because obviously the risk is that you won't be funny and, and you'll be sort of unfunny and that's even worse. But I think, you know, you can add little elements of quirk into your video, perhaps even not in the script, but in the animation, uh, making the animation or the visual kind of contrast with what you're saying or being playful there, um, making the animation at odds with the script. Um, I think that can work really well. Would you say, I mean, I my instinct tells me that human doesn't work for, for all industries and topics, though. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think there's always a way, you know, I mean, you probably think, well, God, humor's not going to work with an accountancy software. But I think it's just about going, you know, do you have shoeboxes full of receipts? I mean, that's a bit of a cliched one. But I think it's, if humor maybe isn't the right word, but just kind of gentle recognition and kind of, you know, understanding the human condition. So, you know, don't think that this has to be a boring, straightforward um, thing, especially because, again, video is quite intimate and it can feel like you're actually having a dialogue with another person, even more so than copy on a page. So obviously there's times and places that humor works and totally doesn't work. It would be inappropriate in some situations. But generally, I think people, you know, if you can make someone smile, while they're watching your video, I think that's got to be a good thing. If it's something to smile yeah. about. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the key point. You know, you maybe you want them to smile rather than have a huge guffawing belly laugh. That's how you should think exactly. of, of your point. Yeah. But if you can make them snort and it's appropriate, excellent. No, I'm joking. <laughs> smile is good <laughs> enough. My next tip, which is tip number eight, is to take your time. 
Um, I think you really only have about 125-ish words for every minute of videos. If that, I mean, really, that when I wrote that and I kind of looked over my scripts, that even seemed a lot, you know. Um, and it depends as well what is happening in the visuals. You know, sometimes you don't need as many words because the visual are doing the job of explaining what you're trying to say. So when you're writing, take the time to read out your script and slow down your voice. I tend to talk very quickly, as you've probably noticed on these podcasts. Um, but when I'm reading my video script out, I will talk much more like this. And that helps me gauge how long my video script is going to be. So give your watchers time to take in your message and breathe and understand before you jump onto the next message. I think that's a fantastic tip because generally as copywriters, we we do want to say more and more and more. And so that you have to fight that instinct to just pack as many words into the script as possible. Yeah, and it's funny, even when I've done that and really slowed myself down and sent the script off and they've got a voiceover artist to work on it, you know, sometimes they have come back and said, yeah, it kind of went over the 90 seconds because I still talk too fast, even when I'm talking slowly. So there you go. Those are my top tips. There's only eight, not 10. I think that what a lot of writers forget with videos is that you don't need many words. You know, the images do do the talking for you. For example, uh, that recent script I wrote for the hospital, you know, they asked for a very detailed description of the reception and the exterior. But really, what was the point of me writing that when I could just ask the cameraman to pan his camera across and the, re the watcher could take all that in without me having to use any words at all? I guess that's the old writing, you know, statement, isn't it? Show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. And, and pictures tell a thousand words or whatever the other one is. So let's talk about SEO now because all those fantastic stats at the beginning seem to indicate that videos have to be great for SEO. Well, I'll put my SEO hat on. Hang on. Okay, well, look in two ways. Basically, as I mentioned before, YouTube is the second biggest search engine. So users will be on there looking for how-to videos and content. And if they find yours, they may well visit your site and do whatever it is you want them to do, buy your products, sign up to your newsletter, whatever that may be. But also, again, as I said earlier, search results are blended. So often video content is mixed through the wordy content as images are as well. So, you know, you might have a competitor who you just can't beat with words on a page, but they don't have a video yet. So you can actually outrank them with your video content. Another good reason is, you know, embedding the video that you've made, say you've um, put it onto Vimeo or you've put it onto uh, YouTube, you can then take that embed code and put it onto your website, which is great. Um, that's maybe the main reason you did it. Some people create video content just for YouTube, but most people want to work it through their site content. Um, now, you know, the amount of time that someone spends on your page is great from an acquisition point of view. You know, people who've invested three or four minutes on your page are probably more likely to convert. But the other thing is, is that most SEOs believe that search engines use something called dwell time as a factor in the algorithm. So what that means is when someone searches for something, say copywriter Sydney or whatever, and they click away from the results, Google will measure the amount of time they spend away from the results. So a short time is an indication that your site maybe wasn't a great match for that term, and a long time is a sign that your site was a perfect match for that term, so Google gives you a thumbs up. That's really interesting. 
you just kind of do your searches as a consumer and you go about your business and you don't realize that down to such a granular level, all this stuff's being tracked. But when you do understand it, it can really help you promote yourself so much more effectively. Yeah, and I think it all makes perfect sense. I think one of the things that people think about Google is it's, you know, it's kind of really hard from a business perspective to kind of get your head around Google and why it does what it does and why it seems to make everything so hard for us. Um, but as a customer, we know that Google is awesome. And that's why we use that search engine and we don't maybe use Yahoo and Bing so much because they work so much harder to de- deliver the customer the results that they want. So, yeah, you know, it is a, it is a pain in the bottom, but, uh, you know, it, it's worth it, especially from a consumer point of view. Mm, so when it comes to getting your videos, making it, uh, making your videos work for you from an SEO point of view, how do you optimize them? Do you do a lot of that? Well, I think there's, you know, there's a fair bit you can do to improve the chances of your videos ranking in search engines, but there's quite a lot to cover off. I mean, that could almost be a, a podcast in itself. The truth is, is, you know, just as with any content, it's important to write for humans first and for Google second. Um, you know, your goal should be to create a fantastic, clear, short, snappy, engaging piece of content and then, you know, not worry about shoving keywords in left, right and centre. Um, there's actually, a, there'll be a link in the podcast to a little blog post I've written about how to optimise video um, for SEO. So, you know, have a read through that and, and possibly it's something we can touch on in a future podcast. Absolutely. Well, this has been... This has been a gold mine. Like I feel like I've learned a lot as someone who's starting to create more videos for their own business. But I think any copywriters looking to get into video scripting, um, you know, have a have a listen through to the times um, or how many words per minute and the general lengths of videos, and that'll really help with quoting and things like that. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you found it interesting. I think you know, as with the site files, which I'd never heard of before. You know, you and I, although we've kind of worked together. Uh, you know, on and off over the years. We're both experts on different areas of copywriting and we can help each other out, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree anymore. So I think we're done. That's video script copywriting done and dusted. Eight top tips and some advice about SEO. What more could you ask for from the Hot Copy Podcast? Well, that's it from us. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please don't forget to leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Your review will help other copywriters find us. You can also head to hotcopypodcast.com and leave your comments on the blog post for this episode. Until next time, happy writing! Did you not like that comment? No, I love the comment. I just didn't know what to say. I felt I should make a noise. <laughs> okay, let's do that. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, cool. So I'll just say that again. Yep.
Just waiting for my recorder to start. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Now you've got me giggling. I don't know why. I just always get. I giggle. Okay. <clears throat> Trying to be professional. Okay. That's right. We are professional. <laughs>